Welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast. My name is Michael Lynn from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm Lee McGinnis from Leesburg, Virginia. As members of the recovery community, we created this podcast as a way to provide experience, strength, and hope through the lens of the Daily Reflection book. Each day, we interview members of the recovery community in the hope that their experience may provide inspiration. We value inclusion and diversity, and we really want to provide a platform for all the voices of recovery. We aren't affiliated with any 12-step or recovery program, but you may hear these mentioned throughout the course of an interview. Hey, before we get to the show, I'd like to ask a favor. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you could leave us a comment or a rating. This is going to do a couple of things. It's going to help us expand our reach and improve the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's September 20th. I have a guest in the studio as usual, Chuck H. from Philadelphia. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Mike. Chuck, we get started in the same way every episode. We ask the guest to read the daily reflection for the day. Would you get us started? I will. September 20th, HP is a guide. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great facts for us. Having a right relationship with God seems to be an impossible order. My chaotic past has left me filled with guilt and remorse, and I wonder how this God business could work. AA told me that I must try to my will, I must turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understood him. With nowhere else to turn, I went down on my knees and cried, God, I can't do this. Please help me. It was then when I admitted my powerlessness that a glimmer of light began to touch my soul. And then a willingness emerged to let God control my life. With him as my guide, great events began to happen, and I found the beginning of sobriety. Thanks for reading that, Chuck. And um, before we begin, Chuck, would you share your sobriety date with us? Yeah, it's uh, January 1st, 2000. The reflection talks about HP. It's obviously talking about a higher power. The person, the author, reaches a point of desperation and, and asks God to help him. Um, I'm wondering if that, if you relate to that in any way and, and what you might have been thinking about when you read this reflection for today. Well, I, 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 I related to it to some degree. Uh, my story may be a little different than a lot of people. I, I have always believed in a higher power that I choose to call God. Uh, I, I, I certainly strayed from, from his teachings during my life, but, uh, but, but I, uh, I always did believe that there was a God and that mm. God would help me through my life. Mm-hmm. And th- it talks about higher power as a guide and, and, uh, with, with him, capital H as my guide, great events began to happen. Have you experienced that in your life? Well, when I came home from my first meeting, they told me to get on my knees in the morning and ask God to relieve me from the the uh, obsession for alcohol and to get on my knees in the, at night and thank him for that, if that in fact happened. And so I, I did... I, I never prayed on my knees in my life that I can remember, but I did get on my knees and ask God 
to take that obsession away. And uh, it, it was unbelievable. It left. <laughs> mm. and, and, and I mean, I, I drank every night. I drank every single night and it left. Uh, I have not had a, a strong desire to drink ever since that, that night. It's a miracle. It, it was. You know, I know for, for any alcoholic that can get through a day, uh, if you if you have this thing like, you know, getting through a single day is a miracle, but to have the obsession completely lifted one day at a time is definitely a miracle. So I'm curious about your conception of a higher power and, and how you came to believe. Well, I, I need to thank my mother for part of that because my whole life I attended church and Sunday school and Christian endeavor and Bible camp. And <laughs> my mother's family were very religious. My dad's family wasn't, but uh, they they weren't, you know, they weren't uh, fanatical. But we did we did do all those things, and 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 I was okay with that because it, it was it was just uh, I knew everybody in the church. I, I grew up in a small town, and I knew everybody that went to camp. And so you, you know, when when I'd go to Bible camp and, uh, and, and they were having some sort of a meeting. I was probably under the building fishing in the mill Creek that ran under the building that used to be an old mill, but, but I did go, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I did go <laughs> higher power as a guide. You know, I'm very familiar with the concept of prayer and it seems one way most of the time. I mean, it seems like I'm talking to my higher power. I've certainly experienced things that I can't explain Maybe you call them coincidences, and, and maybe that's God's way of communicating with me. But how does your higher power communicate to you? How does your higher power guide you? Well, what happens a lot of times, what, what, what appears to me that happens a lot of times is that if, if I'm in a situation where I have a decision to make, I try really hard not to obsess about it. Pray about it, but I try really hard not to obsess about it. And eventually, something, some, some, something will happen in my life that will show me one way or the other. Uh, you, you know that that will lead me to what I'm thinking is probably the correct choice. You, you know, God has never quote spoken to me, <laughs> my higher power. I, I certainly think that when I turn things over, I get good guidance. And, and not necessarily from just out of the blue from folks that I know that, that, that are in the same situation, you, you know, uh, uh, folks, folks that are in, in recovery uh, that I know. And, uh, and I, I usually don't hesitate to ask either because mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of wisdom out there. Do you feel like God sometimes speaks through you when when you're maybe in a meeting or, or out there in the world? I don't often think that, but occasionally I'll, I'll share something. I did last Sunday, something happened in a meeting and, and, and I, I was just, uh, uh, and it was a meeting in Ireland and, and, and a woman thanked me very profusely for what I had shared. And, and it, at the time, I didn't really think a lot about it. How did you get the knowledge of the program? How did you get into the program and, and begin to work it into your life? 
Well, uh, I, I was dating the woman that I'm currently married to online. And we had maybe three or four dates. And she, she knew I drank and she wasn't really interested in continuing to see me. So she said she was speaking at a meeting and asked me if I would wanted to come. And uh, it was a Saturday night meeting in lieu of a date. She asked me if I wanted to come and hear her speak. And I thought she was really nervous and needed some support, you, you, know, <laughs> you know, for being full of myself. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I went to the meeting and I don't really remember what went on, except everybody was happy. Everybody at the end of the meeting, everybody hugged them, each other. And they just, you know, it was just a great group of people and, and they were all happy. And, and I, I felt comfortable and I never felt comfortable in a large group. Never. I, I mean, if, if, if I had to get up and speak or, or even if I had to go to a party, I, w I would drink before I went because mm. I, I was absolutely not comfortable. Uh, and, and, uh, and I felt so comfortable that I just thought to myself, that I, I've got to look into this. This is something that maybe I want. And how long after that experience did you find yourself going to meetings? I think it was probably uh, two or three weeks. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, a, friend, a friend of hers gave me a meeting guide, and I, I found there was a meeting at a Quaker meeting house not far from where I lived. And I always was curious about what it looked like inside. I love history, and I like architecture, and I always wanted to see the inside of the meeting house. So I got to see it because that's where the meeting was. How has your life changed since you gave up that life where you, where you, you drank to overcome social situations? It's, it's just gone 180 degrees about face, Mike. I have a number, I mean, a number of friends. I have friends all over the country now. You know, we moved moved here to Philadelphia three years ago and I'm sort of a farm boy and I wasn't looking forward to it, but uh, it's just, everything just fell into place. And, and, and I have so many good friends and you, you know, it, it, the, the program is a fellowship. And one of my sponsors said that the definition of a fellowship is a group of equals. Hmm. And, and there are, there are there's no one in a meeting that I think is above or below me. We're all the same. And and that's really a, a, a neat thing. That is yeah. really a neat thing. I heard a speaker one time and I was so impressed with him. And I thought he must be a, a doctor or a college professor or something. And I I asked somebody I knew that was there. And they said, oh, he's a chauffeur. And, and, you know, so you never know, but it doesn't matter. And, mm -hmm. and I, it took me, you know, when I, when I asked to be relieved from the bondage of alcohol and it happened so quickly and, you know, just taken away so completely, uh, I thought that things would continue that way. And they didn't. Mm -hmm. I think I probably 
had more growth and and more became more mature last year than than the first 19 years of my sobriety mm. I, I i really uh i really do and i'm and to me that's just from turning it over and 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 asking for my higher powers guidance mm. and 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 not fighting it you, you know i i used to think i knew everything i never had to ask anybody for help i never had to ask how to do anything you know i slowly learned that that's not true i just i i just feel uh this year has been probably the 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 most rewarding year of my life i've been told that the most growth happens when you're under stress and when when you have challenges are you comfortable talking a little bit about the challenges you faced uh yes uh, just this year yeah, my youngest son passed away. Oh, sorry to and, hear that. Uh, you know, he struggled with addictions. Uh, he he did not die of an overdose. He he died because his body was just so destroyed mm. with drugs and alcohol. And uh, I just always sort of knew that 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 was going to happen, and and it did, and. Uh, we we did really didn't communicate much the last uh, ten years, but uh, I'm sad for that. But y- you know, it's just uh, my higher power just got me through that. And y- you know, in, in in my lifetime, I've I've uh, I lost uh, a daughter when she was seven, and my higher power got me through that. I mean, I can remember. Anytime I was in a car by myself after she died, talking to God, you know, just like he was sitting beside me. And that's the only thing that really got me through that. And then, uh, you know, about uh, 15 years later, we had a house fire and, and my first wife passed away in the fire. And once again, you know, I turned to my higher power. And, uh, uh, probably not as not, not with as much good intention as, as, as I feel now or, you know, but, but still all through my life, I, I have relied on a higher power, but this year, I, I don't know, COVID was very, very difficult mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and still is, you know, and it's, it's affected my relationships with some friends uh, and it's affected my ability to be out among the world. You know, there's, there's so many things I can't do now, but still, you know, I just feel blessed. I really do. Uh, You know, I'm not a young guy and, and a lot of people I know grow new growing up are not around anymore. And, you know, I just think that maybe, Somehow God has a purpose for me. I, I don't know what it is or if I've already served that purpose, but he's let me live this long. And uh, uh, I'm sure that's for a reason. Well, I'm sure what you're sharing right now is helping people. And I'm so sorry for the losses that you've experienced. I know that's it's tragic to go through loss like that. What does your program look like today? What, um, what do you do in recovery today? Go to a meeting every, just about every single day, mm. sometimes two. Uh, one thing with the, with Zoom, 
it did open up a new world of meetings, although I do miss in-person meetings. And whenever we travel, we just, just came back from Cape Cod. We always find meetings and go to meetings. And, and, and I don't know, we just, we just get to know people, mm. you know, and, uh, and, and it just makes traveling uh, much more interesting. When I go to Florida to see my grandchildren, I go to a meeting down there and I've gotten to know people down there. And, and I try really hard to, to, to not be judgmental. I, I don't know. I, I just, I just want to try to be the best person I can be. Uh, I, I don't meditate. I know they talk about prayer and meditation. I do pray. I pray every night. Thank God for the gifts he's given me. And, and, and look for guidance to use those gifts. Uh, and, and I try to be as compassionate as I can and, and do things that, that maybe can help other people. What advice might you have for, for folks that are considering a change in the way that they live as it relates to substance and, and alcohol? I, I would think that, the, the, to me, the most important thing is to get connected and stay connected and don't absolutely do not hesitate to call any time of the day to anybody you've gotten a phone number from it's uh, you know, there, there are, there are times when I, I can remember one time in particular, uh, a really bad snowstorm and, and a young fella called me and said, I, I can't get to a meeting. I'm struggling right now. And, we probably talked for 45 minutes or an hour mm. and, uh, and, and, and hopefully that helped him. It certainly helped me. <laughs> mm. And, and when people, sometimes they say, well, I didn't want to bother you, but it doesn't bother me. It, it makes me feel better about myself and, and it strengthens my program when people call and talk. And, and a lot of times I end up talking about my issues. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I think that's that's the critical thing is to to stay connected through the telephone or texting or 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 in person if it's possible. But uh, that that's really what what has helped me through all this. Chuck, is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we wrap? I I, I don't I don't know that there is. Uh, uh, I I know there. Are, there's there's a lot of good literature. Mm -hmm. uh, some of it is helpful to me, and some of it I don't really get a lot out of. But the one thing I found, and and uh, it, it probably wouldn't be for everybody, but there is a, a recovery Bible. All the the verses in the Bible it suggests what what step they apply to. And, and I, I found that very interesting. I don't use it often, but I found it very interesting. Hmm. And, and, and there are a lot of, uh, a, a lot of good, uh, good books, a lot, a lot of good books. I, I like to read. So, uh, yeah, but, but the most important thing is to, to, you know, to stay connected, go to as many meetings as you can. And, uh, it was suggested when I moved to Philadelphia, I do 90 and 90. I never did that in my life. That got me very connected because I went to the same meeting every day for three months straight. I go to the same meeting still. <laughs> I, I got to know so many people, you and so many other people. And, 
and 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 you know being in a strange town that's uh that that's extremely helpful yeah i can't think of a better way to get connected than to be in the same place at the same time with this relatively same group of people for 90 days straight you're you're bound to hear something shared in a meeting that will will bind you and connect you to others so that's great advice chuck it's been a great conversation i want to thank you for taking time to talk with me Thank you, Mike, for your service. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to find us online, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Reflection Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Reflector. You can read stories of recovery from our community at blog.dailyreflectionpodcast.com. Please don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. We greatly appreciate it. Have a great day.